this podcast is not a replacement to any formal lectures or clinical placements. Hello to all our podcast listeners. I'm Anisha Basukala and I'm Kavita Adhikari. We welcome you all to this episode. Today we are bringing you a case summary of a boy who gets injured while playing. It's common thing one getting injured while playing. Let's explore what is there in his history that will give us clue to the diagnosis. Okay, I'll read out his history. It goes like this. A 15-year-old boy injures his left lower thigh during a school level football match. The pain associated with this injury is so intense that he has to leave the game. The pain subsides for several hours after topical application of pain relieving gel, but it returns during the night and the boy develops chills and fever of 39.5 degrees Celsius. Next morning he comes to the hospital with his hot, swollen and tender left thigh. His recorded temperature is 38.5. The knee joint appears normal and has a full range of motion. There are several boils over his neck and chest, some of which are scarred and crusted. The patient admits that he has been squeezing them during the past few days. X-rays of the left femur indicate soft tissue swelling without any obvious abnormalities of bone. So, what is your diagnosis? There is a high chance that he might have injured his thigh bone due to trauma. But the normal condition of each femur in each X-ray eliminates the possibility of any deformity of bone. But his symptoms and findings are giving us some clues. There are signs of inflammation over the injured area and crusted boils over neck and chest. So it must be an infection, a bone infection. I'll also go for acute osteomyelitis. It explains the normal bone appearance in his X-ray and also the presence of boils over his neck and chest, which he has been squeezing. Yes, it typically takes at least 10 days for the infection related bone damage to become so extensive that it visible in plain x-ray and for initiating infection this boils mad with the source. So is this our final diagnosis? Yes, it is. If you want further confirmation test for ESR and CRP might be ordered and blood culture could be done. Yes, blood culture is always a diagnostic test for any systemic infection and in this condition it can also help us in choosing appropriate antibiotic. I have the test result of this patient and it says ESR and CRP are slightly elevated. Blood culture is positive and gram positive cocci are isolated from them. The isolated catalase positive and coagulase positive. Now our diagnosis is confirmed. It also indicates that the Probable causative agent of the bone infection is Staphylococcus aureus. Right, Staphylococcus aureus is the most frequent cause of bacterial osteomyelitis. These bacteria are usually present on the moist skin and cause skin infections like boils, cellulitis, furuncle, carbuncle. The surface bacteria enter bones from either hematogenous root or contagious site or direct introduction. In this case, hematogenous root is more likely. Positive blood culture supports hematogenous root. Staphylococcus aureus bacteriemia probably was present at the time of leg injury and may have come about when the boy manipulated the boils. The trauma to the leg during the game must like resulted in rupture of small blood vessels of the distal femur forming a hematoma or blood clot in the bone. The disruption of the normal anatomical barriers rendered the boy's bones more susceptible to infection by Staphylococcus aureus that were already circulating in his blood. So the whole story is started by these boils which we often tend to ignore easily and the twist in the story is brought about by the trauma. Well said. Now after the diagnosis, how would you handle the case? 
this is a potentially dangerous condition and requires prompt treatment. So I would hospitalize the patient and immediately start intravenous antibiotics. This should be continued for two to three weeks via intravenous route and then switch to oral route for four to six weeks. For supportive management, analgesics, antipyretics, IV fluids should be given and spleens or traction can help stabilize the affected limb. And what about surgery? Um, surgery is indicated if there is no clinical improvement after the start of antibiotics or if the patient has presented late or after 48 to 72 hours uh, as intramedullary abscess does not respond to antibiotics alone. Yes, that's right. Now, talking about its prognosis, prompt and adequate treatment is found to be successful in more than 90% of cases. But if the disease is not diagnosed in time or not treated appropriately, then it can progress to chronic osteomyelitis where there is ischemic necrosis of bone. And the chance of successful treatment is decreased significantly and complications like septicemia, septic arthritis and pathological fracture may follow. So acute osteomyelitis is an emergency condition. It should not be missed nor ignored. Yeah, early recognition is critical. Now, with this take-home message, let's conclude this episode. Sure, we had a wonderful time discussing about this case. Hope you two had a great time with us. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Until next time, goodbye. Bye-bye.